This is Art, and this is my Iditarod Daily Diary blog entry number four or five. I'm really not even sure what day it is. I think the calendar says it's Friday, March 10th. It feels like it's some bizarro universe that I'm living in right now. And uh, last night, yesterday, in general, was the typical series of highs and lows. Uh, The other day, I talked about a few victories that I had. Those are few and far between sometimes on uh, any job, but I did rod especially the sweep of highs and lows is uh, is tremendous. Everything was going pretty well yesterday. We had one camera crew, one live streaming kit out of position. We were hoping to have live streaming up in this one checkpoint called Iditarod. Very remote, no infrastructure, everything has to be brought in. There was a weather issue, the plane couldn't fly, the crew couldn't get there. There's a sponsor award in that checkpoint, which is important for the race to show, to cover, and we had nobody there. Well, there was the the telecom tech, Bob, was there. And he reached out to me and said, uh, I have an iPhone. Can we can we go live with the iPhone? And I said, if, if you know me, I say this, I guess, frequently. I said, in theory, we could. And I've used um, I've used an app called Larix Broadcaster in the past. It lets you do like SRT or RTMP streaming from the phone. I have a Wowza server, which is a media server that runs in the cloud, so I could basically send the phone up to the cloud. I could receive it down in New York on my system and I could go live to our web stream from there. I said, we need to test it and uh, we need to get it set up. But but yes, it might work if we have enough, you know, Wi-Fi signal strength for you to get out, you know, at the checkpoint. So I configured the app on, on my phone, actually. It's pretty cool. I was able to program the server address, the stream key, all that, the password, all the stuff that you need to make it work. I did it on my phone, and then I shared what they call a Grove file, and I don't know where that comes from, but that's what they call it. And I basically shared him, it's like a QR code with all the setup. He downloaded the app, imported the file, boom, my server config is now on his phone. He didn't have to do anything, which was awesome. And uh, we did a test, and he was in the kitchen of this uh, checkpoint, probably someone's house or a community center building where the Wi-Fi was pretty strong, and it it looked great. It was a good frame rate, good audio from the phone. Picture on the phone, honestly, looks pretty darn good. And uh, I said, okay, this is encouraging, but we probably need to do a test when you're outside away from the the Wi-Fi router to see if it will, will hold. And uh, he did go out and test it. I couldn't receive it. I I think there was maybe an issue where I didn't know he was sending it. I needed to basically wake up the connection on my side to say, hey, check to see if there's a stream coming in because it does not just come automatically in. Like I have to know that it's being pushed and then I have to tell my system to receive it. So I don't think we had that part uh, set up right. So I didn't receive it. I didn't know if it was going to work. But we knew that it might work. But there was still some hope that maybe the crew would get there at the 11th hour or not. But I set my alarm to get up in the middle of the night for this thing because it was going to be like, you know, 1 a.m. Alaska. 
5 a.m. Uh, here in New York. So I set an alarm for about a half hour before that, got up, texted a tech and said, hey, if this is still happening, because we haven't discussed it definitively, let me know. And I waited about 20 minutes. I didn't hear back from him. So I said, you know what? I'm going to go back to bed. If he calls, <laughs> I'll get up and uh, facilitate this. Or as the uh, the host of the Iditarod's coverage, Greg Heister would say, efforting. I'm going to effort this forward. So uh, I went back to sleep or tried to go back to sleep. And the minute my head hit the pillow, uh, he called. Bob called me and said, let's you know, make sure this is working. I said, okay, get up, get out of my office, configure it, get it going again. And it's okay. It's holding up. It's not great all the way out at the checkpoint, but it's, it's pretty darn good. And it's better than nothing. So he's just kind of showing me how far he could go. We're looking at a few things and then he was going to shut it down because we were using the GPS tracking on the, I did red website to judge how far the musher was from the checkpoint. And it looked like it was another half hour. So he was going to shut down. I was going to shut down and we were going to come back in 30 minutes. And then just by chance, he saw a headlight on the musher in the distance. He says, oh my God, I think he's coming in. I go, okay, let's go live. And uh, it was really just circumstantial fortune that you know, we were out there doing a test because otherwise we would have missed that the tracker is not accurate down to like a one minute resolution. It's probably 10 minute resolution and the speed is averaging. So it, you can't go strictly by what the GPS is telling you the math is for the distance to be traveled. So we did it. We got it on, on uh, air and it, it worked. And like I said, it was better than nothing. But that was the only highlight uh, in my past 24 hours. I had uh, other chaos and crises, including trying to make Starlink dishes work. Um, Starlink, if you don't know, is low-orbit satellite technology. It's becoming very popular, especially in rural areas, because the, the speeds are good. The speeds are better than you can get off traditional satellites, which are higher in orbit, more latency. With that being said, I tested a Starlink, which is, by the way, Elon Musk's company, whatever that means. But I did test it here in New York. I was not impressed with it. Uh, the throughput wasn't tremendous. And there was a little uh, issue that I had is that it only works out of the box with Wi-Fi. There's no way to plug in. So if you're trying to share it over a wired network, you have to buy additional equipment. And that's a little little wonky. So I tested it. I returned my unit. I wasn't thrilled. Up in Alaska, this is a big promise. It's a big hope that this works because it will basically bring high-speed broadband internet to the masses at, at reasonable prices because sometimes in Alaska, these circuits cost a lot of money. Starlink, it was in a checkpoint where we didn't have a satellite connection and we could not get it to stay uh, stable. We have it running in another remote checkpoint and it's decent, not great, decent. But in this particular checkpoint where the host is, we could not get a stable connection. And it was frustrating for him, frustrating for me. We didn't know why, because the speed test on the circuit was good, 
but the latency was off the chart. A lot of packet loss. And so there's a lot of parts that go into, you know, making a live stream work that don't always, you know, show up in a speed test. A lot of chaos, phone calls, broken sleep from that. And that was not ideal. Oh, and, and then the topper to all of this, I told you, I told you the other day that my fiber optic cable got sliced at the start of the race. Thousand foot spool of uh, TAC three fiber got sliced in half. I need that at the end of the race for the finish cameras. So I shipped my spare reel up on Monday. And it was supposed to be two-day service, $750 to ship a, uh, you know, a 65-pound box. And they basically, I don't want to say they lost the package, but on Wednesday, it basically just said, um, scheduled delivery unknown. And it the last scan was at some FedEx facility in Oakland. So on Thursday, I guess yesterday, Yes, today is the Friday. Who knows what day it is? I call FedEx and I say, look, this was supposed to be delivered on Wednesday. It's Thursday. It's still showing in California. Can you tell me what's going on? No, we have to escalate it. We'll put a trace on it, blah, blah, blah. I don't hear anything back the whole day. So now I'm in, um, I don't want to say panic mode, but I am now trying to figure out options to get a cable to Nome. I have to figure out a way to get a fiber optic cable that's at least 500 feet to Nome, Alaska for the finish. And that has to be there by Monday at the latest. Ideally, it would be there sooner. I start thinking about scenarios. Okay, maybe I can get my cable re-terminated but I have to figure out if anyone in Alaska can do it. So I reach out to the local broadcast station, to the tech that I have a, um, a uh, friendship with. And I said, uh, hey, is there anyone in state that can terminate these cables? And I say, yes, the, uh, the telecom, GCI, they have that capability in-house. They've fixed a couple cables for us. Try to give them a call. And there's a whole political thing going on with them. I can't uh, get into really, but uh, it's muddy waters. And to have to and to have to ask for this is like a pretty big ask. Plus, the cable, the broken cable, is in Nome, so there's more time and expense to bring that down on what they call a gold streak. Bring it down to Anchorage, try to get it fixed, and then try to get it back up there. So that didn't seem the best solution. The other solution I thought about was just having a brand new cable purchased and sent up again in a world where money is no object. That's probably the quickest thing to do, but in this case, money is an object and it's an object that they don't possess. So strike two there. Uh, I did call the tech again and I said, listen, do you guys have a a two-channel TAC two ST terminated fiber cable I could use. And he said, no, but we have a four channel TAC three fiber cable with STNs that you could borrow. I said, perfect. So 
had got that arrangement made, had my uh, local production facilitator on the ground, ready to pick it up, bring it to Nome on the airplane that he's flying on on Sunday. That, so that, all of that was yesterday. And then today I go uh, just to track the package because I've heard nothing back from FedEx. And the tracking says package delivered yesterday. So WTF, uh, really, it's, it's too much, too much to deal with. So that's the Daily Diary for Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I don't know what day. I, I need a nap is what I know, and I don't think I'm going to get it. But um, more tomorrow. Who knows what that'll bring.